and welcome to PassPack Podcast, your audio passport from physician assistant student to certified and beyond with your host, Rebecca Harrell, MPA, PAC. Today, our destination is the High Yield Rapid Review of Internal Medicine, so if you haven't already listened to that episode, go back to that one and come back to this one for the rapid review. With that being said, please sit back, relax, and let's get to it. everyone, it's Becca. We're back with the Internal Medicine Rapid Review. What is the definitive treatment of a patient presenting with acute unilateral painful vision loss found to have an ipsilateral cloudy cornea, fixed mid-dilated pupil, and an IOP or intraocular pressure of 48? Iridotomy. This diagnosis is acute closed angle glaucoma, and the gold standard for diagnosis of this is gonioscopy, which is done by an ophthalmologist. Initial treatment is with topical beta blockers, alpha agonists, carbonic anhydrase inhibitors, and myotics, as pupil dilation can exacerbate the closure. What causative organism for pneumonia should be suspected in a patient with both respiratory symptoms and diarrhea in someone who works with air conditioning units? Legionella. This is also associated with hyponatremia and fever is typically pretty high. Which autosomal dominant neurodegenerative disorder results from trinucleotide repeat of cytosine, adenine, and guanine on chromosome 4P, leading to uncontrolled and seemingly random hyperkinetic movements, hypotonia, and eventual cognitive decline? Huntington disease. What is the most common cause of non-ischemic cardiomyopathy? Dilated cardiomyopathy. What diagnosis should you suspect in a patient with ascending paralysis that began after a diarrheal illness and CSF shows elevated protein with a normal white count? Guillain-Barre syndrome, or GBS, and you should suspect this in a patient with recent immunization or a GI bug, most commonly Campylobacter jejuni from eating uncooked poultry, and they'll present with an ascending paralysis or evidence of the albuminocytologic dissociation, which is described as the CSF protein elevated in the setting of a normal white count. I remember the differentials of paralysis between GBS and myasthenia gravis as GBS stands for ground to brain, so ascending, and MG stands for mind to ground, so descending. What should be done in respiratory distress of an asthmatic patient with impending respiratory failure? RSI or rapid sequence intubation. Use ketamine to decrease the risk of hypotension and increase bronchodilation while also causing dissociative anesthesia prior to intubation. What is visualized on upper endoscopy in a patient with herpes simplex virus esophagitis? Shallow punched out lesions. Differentiate with candida esophagitis, which appears as yellow white plaques, and CMV esophagitis, which is commonly described as volcanic lesions that are large and solitary ulcers or erosions. What is the first line treatment for a hypertensive crisis in pheochromocytoma? (music) 
phentolamine, then sodium nitroprusside, plus or minus nicardipine, and patients need to be on phenoxybenzamine, which is an alpha blocker, prior to surgical resection of the adrenal medullary neoplasm, and after alpha blockade, then you can start beta blockers. But you don't want to start beta blockers before the alpha blockade, or you can cause that unopposed alpha, leading to a worsened or new hypertensive crisis. How would you definitively diagnose a patient with hyper or hypovolemia? Swan Gans catheter, which is a pulmonary artery catheter, and that measures the central venous pressure. What is the gold standard for diagnosing a pulmonary embolism? CT pulmonary angiography. If a patient is pregnant, choose a VQ scan, and D-dimers should only be done in screening to rule out a low-risk patient. What is the most common immune-mediated inflammatory demyelinating disease of the CNS? multiple sclerosis. Suspect this in a patient with relapsing, remitting neurological symptoms and MRI imaging of the brain and spine, which shows areas of active demyelination, such as Dawson's fingers, which are those periventricular plaques. What is the difference between Cushing disease and Cushing syndrome? Cushing syndrome is a collection of signs and symptoms from the increased cortisol without any indication of an actual etiology. Cushing's disease is specifically referring to increased cortisol secondary to ACTH excess, which is most commonly from a pituitary adenoma. Strokes affecting which artery can lead to symptoms of Broca aphasia and contralateral upper extremity weakness? Middle cerebral artery. What autoimmune disease is associated with keratoconjunctivitis sicca, xerostomia, and parotitis? Shrogan syndrome, which is an idiopathic autoimmunity attacking salivary and lacrimal glands. You can diagnose this with an anti-Rho or SSA and anti-LA or SSB antibodies and a positive Schirmer test. Where do most prostate cancers originate from? peripheral zone of the prostate. Suspect in a patient with an asymmetrical enlargement or nodule on DRE or digital rectal exam with an elevated PSA and diagnosed with transrectal ultrasound guided needle core biopsy. What determines who develops acromegaly versus gigantism in patients with GHRH excess? age of onset. If the growth hormone excess begins in childhood, before the closure of the epiphysis, patients will develop gigantism referring to their excess of height. If the growth hormone excess begins in adulthood, after the closure of the epiphyses, the soft tissues will grow and bones will develop abnormally, and this will lead to that classic presentation of shoes becoming too small, hands enlarging, jaw enlarging, nose enlargement, and the tongue growth with that protruding brow. What splenic differentials can lead to acute abdomen? The two big ones I think of are splenic rupture and splenic infarct. So you'll see the splenic rupture in patients with maybe a history of a Epstein-Barr virus or infectious mono and splenic infarct in patients maybe with sickle cell, AFib, things like that. What complication can occur if correction of hyponatremia occurs too quickly? (music) 
osmotic demyelination syndrome, aka central pontine myelinolysis, and this is also called locked-in syndrome. I remember the consequences of sodium correction as high to low brain will blow, low to high brain will die. And that's differentiating correcting hypernatremia too quickly, leading to cerebral edema, so brain will blow, and correction of hyponatremia too quickly can lead to ODS or locked-in syndrome, so the brain kind of dies. What is the most common type of insulinoma? Adenoma of the islets of Langerhans, and these are 90% benign, but they will lead to an acute hypoglycemia due to the insulin production. What is the most common cause of minor hemoptysis? Acute bronchitis, typically secondary to viral infection and presents with a cough over five days to three weeks, and you might have fever and rhinorrhea with this. So remember, this is minor hemoptysis, not massive hemoptysis. What is the most common cause of acute kidney injury? Pre-renal, which is dehydration or hypovolemic causes. The most common infectious cause of acute glomerulonephritis is post-streptococcal, so you should suspect that in a patient with RBC cast and proteinuria with a history of recent strep infection and new onset hematuria. What should be suspected in a patient who presents with tachycardia, hyperpyrexia, tremor, agitation, and has a physical finding of a goiter? Thyroid storm, which is a life-threatening thyrotoxicosis. What should be suspected in a patient with chronic alcohol use who has long-standing steatorrhea, newly diagnosed diabetes, and a KUB showing epigastric quadrant calcifications? Chronic pancreatitis. The most common cause of chronic pancreatitis is excessive, long-standing alcohol consumption, versus acute pancreatitis, which is usually due to gallstones. Pancreatic calcifications and chronic pancreatitis can be seen on x-ray. What is the most common site affected by Crohn's disease? Terminal ileum. Distribution can be anywhere from mouth to anus and can skip around to different portions of the GI tract, hence the term skip lesions. What physical maneuver can determine if a patient in a coma has an intact brainstem? oculocephalic test, which is the doll's eye maneuver, and you only want to do this if the C-spine is uninjured. If the patient's breathing on their own though, brainstem is also likely intact. If the pupils are responsive, the midbrain is intact. What is contraindicated during a workup of a suspected acute bacterial prostatitis? Massage of the prostate. This can lead to sepsis. Which type of dementia is most associated with extreme personality changes of disinhibition preceding memory changes, such as making sexual references to strangers or seemingly saying the first thing that comes to their mind, regardless of how inappropriate it is? Frontotemporal lobar degeneration. What should be suspected in a patient with conalichia, ice cravings, and pallor? Iron deficiency anemia, and that's the most common cause of microcytic anemia. What type of renal disease is associated with muddy casts? Acute tubular necrosis. What drug is considered the cornerstone therapy of rheumatoid arthritis? Methotrexate. 
This can be used effectively as monotherapy in many patients, and adjuvant therapies can include hydroxychloroquine, sulfasalazine, NSAIDs, and biologics like recombinant interleukin-1 blockers and TNF-alpha blockers. What diagnosis should be suspected in a patient with hyperkeratotic hands in the presence of a heliotrope rash and erythema of the upper chest? Dermatomyositis. This is a type of inflammatory and degenerative skin and muscle disease that is associated with malignancy and has a high-yield finding including the heliotrope rash, rotten papules, and a positive shawl sign, and that's that erythema over the neck and upper body as if covered by a shawl. What gives a patient a definitive diagnosis of sickle cell anemia? Hemoglobin electrophoresis showing positive hemoglobin S. If there's hemoglobin SA, then it's only a trait. Which forms of viral hepatitis have vaccinations? Hep A and B. What medication used for erectile dysfunction can lead to distortions in blue color perception? Sildenafil, which is a PDE5 inhibitor, and this is actually secondary to this cross-reaction with a PDE6 inhibitor in the retina that has a role in color vision. What autoantibody is associated with primary biliary cholangitis? anti-mitochondrial antibody. When should children be screened for hyperlipidemia? All children, nine to 11 years old, so before puberty once, and then again after puberty around seven to 21. What is the time goal for receiving PCI or percutaneous intervention after an EKG reveals STEMI? Under 90 minutes. What should be suspected in a male over 50 years old with a 30-pack year history who has a non-productive cough and honeycombing on CT scan? Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. This is a type of fibrosing interstitial pneumonia caused by damage and improper repair of the epithelial cells that lead to changes in the lung parenchyma visualized on a high-res CT scan. What is the most common infectious cause of reactive arthritis, which is also called Reiter's syndrome? Chlamydia is most common, less commonly is gonorrhea. You can also see this with GI infections like Shigella, Salmonella, Campylobacter, and Yersinia. And you can remember the symptom triad by illustrating the rhyme can't pee, can't see, and can't climb a tree, which indicates conjunctivitis or uveitis, urethritis, and arthritis. What is the most common genetic bleeding disorder? Von Willebrand disease, which is autosomal dominant. Don't confuse this with factor V bleeding, which is the most common clotting disorder. Which small vessel vasculitis should be considered in a C. anca positive patient with chronic sinusitis, new onset cough, with a chest x-ray showing pulmonary infiltrates and hematuria secondary to nephritis? granulomatosis with polyangitis. Lung biopsy confirms diagnosis and you'll treat with prednisone or cyclophosphamide. Which foods are considered triggers for GERD and should be avoided in GERD patients? Caffeine, alcohol, chocolate, acidic foods like tomato sauce, etc. Which form of IBD should be suspected in a patient with positive ASCA, 
also known as anti-saccharomyces cerevisiae antibodies. Crohn's disease. What is the best prognostic factor for a patient with pancreatitis? Leukocyte count. Ranson's criteria and Apache 2 scoring system are both used to determine prognosis. Which large vessel vasculitis affects the aorta and major branches leading to arm claudication and ischemia in the fingers? Takayasu arteritis. You can diagnose this with an aortic arch arteriogram and treat with prednisone. What diagnosis is caused by the inhibition of ADAMTS13 or ADAMTS13 leading to uncleaved von Willebrand factor? Thrombotic thrombocytopenic purpura or TTP. What is a high yield dermatologic presentation of celiac disease? Dermatitis herpetiformis, that's going to appear as a pruritic vesicular rash over the knees, elbows, and occasionally over the buttocks. What malignancy is associated with painless lymphadenopathy with biopsy showing evidence of B-cell proliferation with bilobed nuclei on histology? Hodgkin's disease lymphoma, and this is describing the Reed-Sternberg cells. What serology findings indicate active hepatitis B infection? Positive HBSAG. This indicates you have active surface antigen present, and if HBEAG is positive in either acute or chronic infection, the virus is actively replicating and there's a high viral burden present. What might you see on x-ray imaging of a joint that has a buildup of rod-shaped, negatively birefringent crystals within the synovial fluid? Small, punched-out lesions. And this question describes gout. Pseudogout should be suspected if the patient has crystals, but they're rhomboid-shaped and positively birefringent, and they can show fine linear calcifications in the cartilage on x-ray. What retinal findings on fundoscopy is associated with hypertension? AV nicking, and this is a compression and outward bulging of the small venule in the area that's crossed by that higher pressure arterial, and that suggests a hypertensive retinopathy. Other fundoscopic findings in hypertensive retinopathy include silver wiring or even retinal hemorrhages, which can suggest a retinal vascular occlusion. Fundoscopic signs of malignant hypertension include optic nerve pallor or edema, cotton wool spots, and even flame hemorrhages. What does Crest syndrome stand for? Calcinosis, Raynaud's phenomenon, esophagility dysmotility, clerodactyly, and telangiectasia. This is a limited form of scleroderma. What is the most common cause of community-acquired pneumonia? Strep pneumo. In a patient with cystic fibrosis, the most common cause is Pseudomonas aeruginosa. What collections of systems and symptoms are associated with multiple myeloma? Remember this with the mnemonic CRAB, C-R-A-B, standing for calcium, elevated, renal failure, anemia, and bone lesions. Which type of IBD is associated with fistula formation? Crohn's disease. 
Remember, Crohn's is transmural, which means those deep ulcerations can form, and with the addition of that chronic inflammation, fistulas may present. What is the treatment of a patient with whooping cough? Whooping cough, also known as pertussis, is bacterial, and that's caused by Bordetella pertussis. So you'll want to treat this with an antibiotic, specifically a macrolide like azithromycin, and you might give supportive steroids or even a SABA. When should prophylactic fluconazole be started in a patient with AIDS and why? CD4 count less than 100, and this is for prophylaxis for cryptococcus. In which ways do external hemorrhoids and internal hemorrhoids present differently? External hemorrhoids are usually painful and there's not gonna be a lot of bleeding or any bleeding at all. They might be thrombosed and that appears swollen and purple or bluish. Internal hemorrhoids are usually not painful, but you'll see bright red bleeding. The dentate line is used to separate external from internal hemorrhoids. What is the most sensitive cardiac injury marker and when does it appear? Troponin I, and this appears within two to four hours, peaks around 12 to 24 hours, and can remain elevated for up to 10 days. What is considered first-line therapy in a patient with cardiovascular disease? Statins, like rosuvastatin or atorvastatin, as long as there's no contraindications. What is considered curative in ulcerative colitis? Colectomy. Differentiate this from Crohn's disease in which surgery is not curative. What is the most common benign primary tumor of the liver? Hemangioma. What is the most common cause of viral myocarditis? Coxsackie B, which most commonly results in a dilated cardiomyopathy secondary to myocarditis. Which esophageal cancer is more common in the upper esophagus versus the lower esophagus? Squamous cell carcinoma secondary to epithelial dysplasia, which is also the most common cause of esophageal cancer globally and most commonly associated with smoking and alcohol use versus distal esophageal cancers, which is most commonly adenocarcinoma, and that's more common in the U.S. Adenocarcinoma of the esophagus usually results from uncontrolled GERD or Barrett's esophagus leading to that intestinal metaplasia. I remember this by thinking the upper esophagus or proximal esophagus is closer to the skin and that's more made up by squamous epithelium. And then as you move distally, you have those more glandular cells that secrete the mucus and digestive juices and that's gonna lead to the adenocarcinoma. What organism is responsible for walking pneumonia is agglutinin positive and associated with bullous myringitis. Mycoplasma pneumoniae. This is the most common atypical cause of pneumonia and you should suspect this in a patient who is young and has had pneumonia with very minimal symptoms and or presents with bullous myringitis. What are some dermatological signs of high cholesterol? Cutaneous xanthomas like tendinous xanthoma, tuberous xanthoma, veruciform xanthoma, and that's going to be secondary to subcutaneous cholesterol deposits. And then also remember your plain xanthomas, which are most common on the eyelids, and they're termed xanthelasma. What diagnosis should be suspected in a patient with a painless ulcer on the genitals with subsequent rash involving the palms and soles? Syphilis. 
The canker is the primary stage and the rash indicates the secondary stage. Gumas and neurocognitive deficits are going to represent the tertiary stage. What is the first line treatment for a pediatric patient with Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever? Doxycycline. Even in children, despite the adverse effects of dental staining and hepatotoxicity, doxycycline is still considered first line in Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, and that's due to the high risk of mortality and morbidity, leading to the benefits of doxy outweighing the risk. What labs indicate a primary adrenal insufficiency such as Addison's disease? Little to no increase in cortisol following an administration of the ACTH analog, cosinotropin, during the high-dose cosinotropin stimulation test. In primary adrenal insufficiency, both cortisone and aldosterone is decreased despite the elevation of ACTH, and there'll also be the elevation of CRH, which subsequently stimulates MSH, and that's gonna lead to that hyperpigmentation or the tanned appearance. Hyperkalemia, hyponatremia are also commonly seen due to the low aldosterone, causing sodium excretion and potassium reabsorption, along with the low fasting glucose since cortisol stimulates glucogenesis. Hypotension will be seen secondary to that fluid loss from the sodium excretion, just remember where salt goes, water goes. So anything that excretes salt will also excrete water and anything that absorbs salt will also absorb water for the most part. What is the most common cause of a massive lower GI bleed? Diverticular disease. Remember, it's diverticulosis when no inflammation or infection is present and diverticulitis when signs and symptoms of inflammation or infection are present you'll likely see radiographic evidence of fat stranding and bowel wall thickening on abdominopelvic CT. Don't forget diverticulitis is a contraindication for barium enema and colonoscopy due to risk of perforation. What diagnosis should you suspect in a patient with rice water, diarrhea, and extreme fluid losses secondary to an ingestion of contaminated water? Cholera, which is caused by Vibrio cholerae. What might an EKG show in a patient with pulmonary hypertension? Right ventricular hypertrophy, noted by the presence of right axis deviation and an R to S wave ratio over one to one in leads V1. You might also see a right bundle branch block and maybe the TPP waves in the lead two, which really are just those large amplitude P waves, and that's secondary to the right atrial enlargement. I remember the TP as in it looks like a TP, so it's larger amplitude, with the P standing for P pulmonal. What is the difference between Osler nodes and Janeway lesions? Both are associated with signs of infective endocarditis. Osler nodes are painful nodules on the pads of fingers and toes. I remember that by Osler's ouch. And Janeway lesions are non-tender erythematous macular lesions seen on the palms and soles. And I remember that by gentle Jane. Osler's ouch and gentle Jane. What EKG changes are seen in a lateral wall infarction? ST elevation in leads 1, AVL, and V5, V6, which are the lateral leads, with reciprocal ST depression in inferior leads 2, 3, and AVF. Lateral wall infarction is most commonly secondary to a blockage of the left circumflex artery. When should cholangitis be suspected? In a patient with Charcot's triad, which is the fever, right upper quadrant pain, and jaundice, or Raynaud's pentad, which is Charcot's and shock features like AMS and hypotension. Gold standard for diagnosis is ERCP, but you'll start with bedside ultrasound for your gallbladder differentials. 
What is the most common cause of congestive heart failure? Ischemic heart disease. Which part of the myocardium is infarcted in a STEMI? Transmural infarction, which means it involves the full thickness of the myocardium. An NSTEMI is a subendocardial infarction. What results of fasting insulin and C-peptide levels suggest type 2 diabetes mellitus? High fasting level and an elevated C-peptide level. High insulin with low C-peptide levels indicates external insulin administration. What is the Levine sign? The Levine sign is when a patient with chest pain is holding their fist over their chest while clenching their teeth describing their chest pain and is seen in acute coronary syndrome. What is the most common valve site for native valve endocarditis? Mitral valve. If the patient has a history of IV drug use, the most common site is tricuspid valve. Remember, the most common cause of endocarditis overall is S. aureus, and the mitral valve is going to be the most common valve also affected in rheumatic heart disease. What are the signs and symptoms of a restrictive cardiomyopathy? Patients usually present with right heart failure leading to that systemic fluid overload. Remember the most common cause of restrictive cardiomyopathy is amyloidosis with a close second being sarcoidosis. What is the mechanism of action of the lipid lowering therapy cholestyramine? This is a bioacid sequestrant. It lowers cholesterol due to the inhibition of bioacid reabsorption from the intestines, which causes the liver to pull more LDL from the plasma in order to reestablish their hepatic cholesterol stores, which is then converted into bioacid. What are Roth spots? Hemorrhagic retinal lesions associated with infective endocarditis. Your patient has HIV and a CD4 of less than 200. Which type of pneumonia are they at risk for? PJP or pneumocystis gyrovechi. What is the dawn phenomenon in patients with type 1 diabetes? This is the presence of euglycemia until about 2 to 8 a.m. and then they're going to become hyperglycemic. And that's secondary to the decreased insulin sensitivity at night and the surge of those counter-regulatory hormones when fasting. What is the carcinoid syndrome triad? FDR, or flushing, diarrhea, and right-sided heart defects. This most commonly leads to the tricuspid regurgitation, resulting in that holosystolic murmur at the left sternal border. What is the most common cause of pericarditis? Idiopathic. When the etiology is identified, the most common cause is Coxsackie virus. What genetic condition places a patient at risk for COPD presenting in a non-smoker at a young age? Alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, but the most common cause of COPD overall is smoking. How is type 2 diabetes diagnosed? Two random glucose over 200 or two fasting glucose over 126 or an A1C of over 6.5%. Which type of viral hepatitis is spread with fecal oral transmission?
Hep A and Hep E. I remember this by the word eight, A-T-E, where A and E stand for the subtypes, and the word eight to remind myself it's from eating fecal matter. Another good way to remember this I've heard before is the vowels are from the bowels, since A and E are the only vowel subtypes of hepatitis. All right, that is all I have for you all today with my rapid review. It was a lot. You can probably see why I split it up now between um, the I Am EOR episode and today's episode of the rapid review. I hope you guys learned something. Um, Please like, comment, share, subscribe. Don't forget to go to my website, www.passpackpodcast.com, where you can see all of the resources for today's episode and the I am EOR high yield episode, and you can also get the transcripts as well. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at passpack underscore passport, where you can find near daily questions, quizzes on the stories, and a little bit of everything overall. Don't forget, you can use the code passpack to get a discount on a Smarties Pants subscription, passpack passport, one word, to get a discount on a Picmonic subscription. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks again for joining and safe travels. Thank you for joining me today on PassPack. I hope you enjoyed the show and learned something along the way. Until next time, safe travels. As a responsible disclaimer, PassPack is not intended to be used as medical or legal advice, and though I try to always keep it educational and evidence-based, any and all opinions or viewpoints shared on PassPack do not represent those of my employer or the profession at large.